gonna breeze right by. <laughs> All right, so this episode twenty-two. Say, this is our last episode of season one, but it's also our first Wamba. Yes. So that's huge Historical. for us. Historical. Because we're doing what we're doing, a little teaser here. Um, we're going to be talking about the season season one finale, episode 22. And then we're going to do some like key takeaways of the season. And then we ha- we're we going to answer some and, questions. And for all the that fans that are worried, like, whoa, Wamba, does that mean I'm not going to get a podcast that's over an hour long about... Uh, a show you from will. a long time ago. Don't worry. It probably will be just as long. <laughs> it might be longer. It it's like be it's Titanic for Braveheart when you had to like take out one tape and then put in another tape. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's what we're going to have to do. We're going to be like, all right, guys, just give us like a 10-minute break, remove the VHS, put another one in, and then you're seeing... Kate Winslet's naked ass. Did I ever tell you when I was really little, I thought the Sound of Music, the movie version, ended at the wedding because that's the scene right before the intermission. My mom used to like let us watch up to that and then not put in the second tape. Savage. So I had a rude awakening at some point once we got to all the WW2 stuff. Ooh, that that's is quite really, rude. yeah, really sad um, because that movie is one of, I think, truly the greatest movies of all time. My family's a huge Sound of Music fan um, as a whole. I love every second of it. So I'm sad that you were deprived of that for so long. Sorry. Yeah. Well, don't worry. I made up for it by being a musical nerd the rest of my life. So <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you are. You've definitely seen um, uh, VHS 2 on Sound of Music <laughs> yeah. more than once, so I'm not concerned. <laughs> check, check. We're good. <laughs> um, so speaking of musicals, though, episode 22 – even the title alone is great, and I flipped at the title because you knew oh, what that yeah. meant. Everything and we've it, been hoping for. What a tease. It ain't yeah. over until the redhead sings. Wow. And I was like, oh, shit, is Reba singing? And she's the only redhead on that show, so. We'll get there. Yep. Matt was taking a break from work during that scene, and he, he like took a reaction video of me watching because he's like, he knew how groundbreaking it was. Wow. <laughs> Send it to me. I'll, I'll ask him for it when he gets home. <laughs> Yeah, I need to see that. Yeah, that's the kind of content people need in between our uh, season one and season two recaps. Yeah. Yeah, Michelle, will you post it on the IG? You won't. Yeah, I'm sure I, I don't look crazy at all, like <laughs> sitting in my PJs, freaking out over <laughs> Reba singing on her sitcom. It's like David after dentist, which is like Michelle after Reba singing. <laughs> is this real life? <laughs> <laughs> um, the first note I have on this episode, the ha- oh, well, well I'm yeah, sorry. all right. Rest, okay, rest. yep. Synopsis. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> oh, I didn't like that. The Russ Report. Okay. Come to you live. All Russ right. is like, I didn't want my last name in this podcast. Yep. yep. <laughs> Can you bleep it, please? Bleep it, bleep it. We've, we've gone like two podcasts without having to bleep something. Just pure cuts. But we need to bring back the bleeps. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Cheyenne hides the fact that she's gone into labor so she can graduate with her class. And then uh, Reba remembers significant moments in Cheyenne's life. So uh, this one is, uh, it's pulling at the heartstrings. Mm, it did indeed. Yeah, I cried more than once. Yeah. And we start out yeah. with the big haired principal, although she, now she's more of a, a mid-sized haired principal. Thing. Yeah. My first note was the hair is back. back. Yeah, it's like, oh, there's the bobblehead. <laughs> I wrote your mom's line, Michelle. I wrote the hair with a lady attached is back. <laughs> yeah. Hey, hair, where are you taking my list? <laughs> but, like, what kind of principal makes a house call to be like, hey, is that kid here yet? Uh, okay. <laughs> ah, fuck. It isn't. She's made two house calls at this point. Yeah. That's too, too many. Truly. 
I did love it though, because she came basically to be an asshole and be like, here, take the diploma. You can't walk at graduation. Cause you're like an embarrassment to the school and Reba, like they all kind of are like, Nope, not happening. Like, and push back on it. And like, and she yeah, never got that. over that. It's been a whole school year. Yeah, who cares? And you're you you still have you're you're still in the same place. Like, come on, lady. Yeah. I know that you think that sex doesn't exist, but it does because a Cheyenne is pregnant. B you tried to hook up with Parker Reynolds, the honeydew melon ass. <laughs> and C, actually, I thought about that. Do we think that that'll ever get like a callback? Like, do we think I would love that that they're like out together to to dinner or something? I would love that too. Or I would love if the kids try and rekindle it because you know, like in Clueless, when they were like, "Oh, we need to get the mean teachers happy by setting them up," mm-hmm. maybe they're like, "We need to get the principal back with Parker Reynolds Those so she's nice again." You need to get her whistle wet. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I don't never said that before in my life, and I don't know why I said it now. <laughs> take it back. And also, in keeping with our Les Mis theory, so if the principal is Javert and this situation is Cheyenne Cosette, I guess, right? I would. Yeah. Yes. It must be. But I did like that Reba immediately stood up to the big hard principal. Oh, And I like that she's showing her kids, like, no, if someone fucks with you and they're completely in the wrong, like, you can tell them that they're fucked up. Yeah. And I like that. Mm-hmm. Um, Because I feel like a lot of parents would be like, no, that's the principal. Like, we have to, you know, follow what she says. And she's like, no, if something's wrong, it's wrong. Exactly. Yeah. Um, we then immediately, after that little beginning cut where they're like, no, Cheyenne's going to walk, we go right into the theme song, um, which I, I realized that we never really spoke about. I know we spoke about the, the song of the theme song, but we never really spoke about the opening, the intro of the show. Mm-hmm. I always think that, like, they look nothing like their characters in this. I don't know if you guys noticed that. Yeah, they look like headshots. Yeah, right. they're like their actual headshots that like that's what they auditioned for the show for. Um so they don't look anything like themselves. And I hope that we get some um updated shots in season two. Mm-hmm. Even for like when um you know how like they show like scenes throughout the show. I hope we get some up- updated shots uh, uh I think too. because we're dealing with a show that's got kids on it, we're we're probably safe to get updated stuff at least every season. Yeah. Because you got two kids that are like, what, under 13? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I feel good about new photos and stuff. Yeah. I'm excited for that. What's really weird is because the song is so good, I truly don't see visuals <laughs> when, I, when, I, when the theme goes on. Like, I, when you're talking about this, I'm I'm not picturing a single thing. All I do is the, hear the song and love it. That's an actual affliction called Reba Blindness when she sings. <laughs> well, that's what I have because... I was going to say, Jenna has a pleasure blackout every time. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I might. I might. They do say you go blind if you do it too much, so... <laughs> Well, you know how people are like, you know how people said at like the Taylor Swift concert, like fans like don't even remember yeah. being there. Like Michelle sent an article to us, like fans are like, oh, I loved when she played Karma. And people are like, she didn't play that because like it was so yeah. overstimulated. You just don't recall the concert. I guess that's me with the reboot. But like every single time, like 21 times so far. Yeah, every time. <laughs> um, I really hope too, I love when they get like a season two glow up. Like I really want. Oh, I love that too. To see like these characters with like new hairstyles. Mm-hmm. I want to see Jay. Better wardrobe. Three inches taller. Um, yeah, I want to see all this kind of stuff. Van is already, like, pretty attractive and jacked. What's season two going to be like? Because I know Kevin from Shameless. Oh, I do. And yeah. he's a smoke show. He is. So, yeah. we're, we're, are we seeing He that? makes mm. being literal trash look hot. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and I'm into it. And if we're attracted, if we're all at this point, the four of us attracted to Brock at this point, season two Brock, like, are we prepared? I'm not wow. because Michelle, spoiler alert, I mean, you'll hear this in like four weeks, but Michelle posted 
um, a picture today on our Three Bit Pod Instagram, and I, knowing already what Brock, like, was already a little bit attracted to Brock, from that picture she posted, wow. I mean, he brings it. Hi. He brings yeah. the heat. Yeah. He does. It looks like he got highlights. He probably did. Ryan Gosling in the Barbie movie is shook because Brock with those <laughs> yeah. highlights is doing it. He sure is. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> so, yes. Uh, so, basically what happens is at the beginning of the episode, it's Cheyenne's graduation day. Um, <clears throat> BJ brings over a very nice little gift for the baby. Remember <laughs> that her their baby's already born. And when Cheyenne takes um, the gift out of the gift bag, what is it? A mobile for the crib, but of Jesus and his apostles. <laughs> so good. <laughs> yeah. As if we couldn't have so guessed good. it. And I didn't guess it. And I'm, I love that I didn't because it was great and a nice reveal. Do you think it was homemade or did she get it at Joy for Jesus? I can guarantee Joy, Joy for, for Jesus, Jesus yeah. is my guess. But like a different yeah. one. Yeah. Yeah, she can't go back to that. She can't go to that. Oh, right, them all. Right. Yeah. They have like her like on a cross, like crucified, BJ's oh, yeah, like face. Like, <laughs> yeah. Persona non grata. <laughs> <laughs> I-N-R-I. <laughs> I-N-B-J-I. I don't know. Um, the titties are up and real tight. Good. So it's the finale and she it's did it for It's been a couple days since we've seen the tits <laughs> and they're they're high. And you haven't brought it up in a while. so I- I, That's what I'm saying. And that means that they haven't been, <laughs> been up there and they're they're up. So she had to really show it off for graduation. Um, at the beginning of the episode, they also do say that Van and Cheyenne start talking about how they, I think they say it to mm-hmm. Brock first maybe, but then they say they don't want like anybody oh, yeah. in the delivery room. And Reba is like shocked by this reveal. Cause that kind of like tees up the rest of the episode. Um, but you can tell Reba's like heartbroken. Well, yeah. This. Cause she just straight up didn't assume it even met her at first because the three, I think it was like yes. Brock and Reba there. Like, yeah, we don't yeah. want anybody there. We don't, we don't want, you know, we just want it to be us or whatever. And Reba assumes us is her. Of course she does. So to find that it's not her. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I, I obviously see that coming. Right. How do you guys feel about that? I, I I feel like I might want my mom there. I don't. I think I respect anybody's choice in that situation. Like, listen, you're the one that's fucking doing the work. Like, do whatever you feel like is best for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. I I don't know. I, I, I get feeling butthurt if you're a parent, but. I don't know. It's your kids. Let them do what they want to do. No, yeah, I'm conflicted too. Like, I totally agree. I think, like, when it comes down to it, like, you're the only one who can make that decision. If you guys want to do that, you want it to be calming and all that, like, more power to you. Um, but I I also come from, like, a, a spot where, like, it's a mom whose child's giving birth. Like, I think if anybody should be in the delivery room besides the husband or the father or whatever, the other parent it should be the mom. Yeah. Not only for like yeah. giving her that experience, but like nothing is a comfort like your mom. Like right. I'm an adult now, but if I'm sick, I when just I'm want sick my mom. Now. Yeah. Can't imagine not having that. Yeah, that that just happened. I'm like, oh my God, I wish you were here. I was called my mom crying a little bit because <laughs> I wasn't feeling well. <laughs> but Did I we know. strike a nerve? <laughs> no, no, no. But like I I just feel that definitely makes sense. Like there's nothing yeah. like that. Like you hundred percent want your mom there. Yeah, like when we had Poco Puco, I called my mom. Yeah. I feel like yeah, first baby, a lot of times too. people are more like, we're doing it this way, and this is what we want. And then second child, they're like, screw it. Like, yeah, we want you in the delivery room. Like, you know what I mean? I think it's like a – and in this situation, like, they're – she's young. They're children still. True. And Reba did everything for them. So I think, um, again, it's their decision, but I do think that if I was Reba, I would assume – And you could see where Reba could get her. Especially yeah, because they're all so close. So, like, yeah. it was a little shocking. But – um. Right after that, we get the first of many flashbacks in this episode. I wasn't expecting flashbacks, and I love them. 
I wasn't. And then when we got the one, I wasn't expecting to. <laughs> or three. Yeah, yeah. No, or they, they kind of came. They, they like, sn- they like tricked you into them. Yeah. Like there was no like, you know yeah. how most countries go like. Yeah. There was none of that. It was just like, and the next Saved scene. by the Bell was like a blurry edge yeah. of like neon lights. Yeah. But there was none of that. It was just like, and the next scene. Okay. Reba's hair is wildly different. So that's <laughs> yeah. how we know. And somehow worse. Correct me, if I'm, correct me if I'm wrong for the first one was Cheyenne is a teenager, a younger teen. Yeah. And it has yeah. like she's braces. She's like a freshman. And she's telling Reba like, they're about to go to the mall. And she's like, I, like, I don't want you to come mom. And that was maybe the first time that she didn't want to be with her mom. That's connection to her not wanting to be in the delivery, delivery room. But they all like just in different costumes, both are Reba and Cheyenne looked 10 to 15 years yeah. younger both. Yeah. Literally. It was great. It was great. Yeah. It was wonder- and Cheyenne was acting like an actual child as if mm-hmm. she acted that much differently, like two years prior. Yeah. <laughs> so I think she was 15 in the flashback and she's 17 now. I thought Cheyenne might have some chops in that. I was like, wow, I'm buying it. Yeah. Same. Mm-hmm. Same. And then Van shows up too at the very end of that flashback and he has like acne and he's like kind of like an awkward freshman. Oh, that yeah. was, was like, incredible. Not only acne, he had like a greasy forehead and acne. Oh, so yeah. Reba or Cheyenne was like, I don't want to go back to school shopping with my mom. I'm going to go with my girlfriends. And then she opens the door when the doorbell rings and it's, yeah, there are like three girlfriends there, but then there's Van and he's like, right now he's supposed to be like the cool what is he a cornerback is that a thing like yes. he's like the, the the it guy obviously player of the year um but he's just this nerdy greasy acne ridden kid and i just loved every second of it i think he may have had a puka shell necklace too Love did he even say anything because i feel like i was transfixed and i'm pretty sure he had no lines not he said he nothing he just stood there looking like a goof burger and yeah. Good. <laughs> <laughs> a goof burger Looking and that's good. an actor who's at the top of his craft because he had us all like on board with his story and he didn't say a word. Yeah, yeah I was immediately like, where is he? What did his parents say when he left? Is he did he like Cheyenne at this point? Was he just like a friend that nobody liked? Like I want to know more about Van in that situation. I know. Was it's he crazy. originally a geek until they found out about his football skill or Yeah. Was he always popular but just happened to have acne? When his face cleared up, did then he get hot? I wanna know more. Well, then we get to a second flash. I don't know if anything happened in between these flashbacks, but not in my notes. There's one very important thing that happens. They come down in their graduation gowns, and Van calls himself Judge Judy. <laughs> you know what? I all I wrote down was Van Judge Judy impression, but I didn't. I couldn't remember. <laughs> He's like, like look at specifics. me, I'm Judge Judy, and my dad, oh, yeah. for whatever reason, loves Judge Judy, and I just think it's hilarious. Like, if you know my dad at all, that's not something that makes sense. Um, so the fact that he's like, oh, yeah, I was watching Judge Judy yesterday. I'm like, why? What are you doing? <laughs> My mom so, still records it on VHS. No, she does VHS. Or actually, no, no. Now her show changed. She used to before her show changed. Now she has, like, the new one on Hulu or something. Now it's oh, Judy wait. Justice. She puts a tape in there? She doesn't have DVR. Yeah. No, 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 no. She can't be doing that. There's. The, I don't even think that works anymore. Tapes? VHS tapes. The, how she watches Sopranos. She gets a Fuji film and pops it in there. Presses record. <laughs> yes. But she's doing it. Is she missing the episode, or she's doing it for a rewatch of Judge Judy, or she's recorded it because she's not home? I think she used to have it set to record um, when she was at work, so she could watch it when she got home. So she used like VCR plus to like, <laughs> but like I don't know the details. I have. I just know you she can't said drop she a has bomb. all the judge. Get her Judy's on the horn. On VHS yeah. and then tapes over every day. Michelle, text Guys, her now. Guys, this is going to be a you know mega what? cast. I'm going to text her it's now. It's going to be very long, 
We're, text we're, her. <laughs> we're getting Lorraine on right now. I'm going to text her now and we'll see if we get an answer by the end of the episode. What are you going to text and ask her? Are you still taping Judge Judy? <laughs> well, now she's not because her new show's on Hulu. Oh. Or some, or on Amazon or it's something. It's on Amazon Freebie, Judy Justice. And now that's yeah. a good to text your mom, Michelle, the last time we have communication was Saturday, August 6th, where she said, we saw ABBA in VB, which I assume is Virginia Beach. And she sent two of the same GIF of ABBA. <laughs> and sad to say, I didn't respond. And now I'm sad. <laughs> I feel really bad. I can't, I can't text now. She should yeah, be like, yeah, we're waiting for that effing text. Sorry, Lorraine. Really, I didn't even Love have you. a text a year ago. Well, she's not listening to this, so it's fine. No, she's not. She's made that quite clear. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, also, I, I, Erica, as you said that, I was like, I feel like I got that same text, and I did, and I did. And I wrote back, so jealous. I love that. So, so you just, just went up one notch. I remember because I remember the gifts. I was like, I feel like I definitely got a hundred percent drunk. I, I assume. <laughs> I have too many from her to go back, but I remember at the time she also said that, but she was trying to trick me that it was the real ABBA. And I was like, I know that that's not true. (laughs) Stop. Michelle's mom also (laughs) wanted to do a choreographed dance with her friends at Michelle's wedding to Mamma Mia. Oh my God. And then she semi did it at the rehearsal. She and her two friends did learn it. Yeah. And they did it like semi at the rehearsal dinner. They were were performing it like on the dance floor, but not like in an organized performance. (laughs) I wish it was. I got it. Um, wait, so I want to jump to the second flashback, which was Reba with a long wig, long haired wig Mm -hmm. and bangs. Um, and Cheyenne in a kindergarten age and and Cheyenne was super cute. Adorable. So cute. Wait, is that the, oh yeah, that's the second one. I forgot there were three. That's the second one. I don't want to beat a dead horse here, but Brock in that flashback was kind of hot in like his eighties mustache. 100%. Hair gel. 100%. Pop collar. Yep. I don't know what it was, but I was. Well, I think you named all three things: eighties pop collar hair gel. <laughs> I think that's just sad. I think I know um, what it was. BJ also, at some point, is of course because they're just not letting it go. She's taking a picture of the whole family. She's like, "Say Jesus," and they all say, "Cheese." They refuse, <laughs> but it was cute. Um, so then they go to before the the last flashback. They go to they're about to go to the graduation, and Kira realizes. What is what's going on with Cheyenne? Cheyenne is actively in labor. It's no longer Braxton Hicks. She's actively in labor and she is like, I am going to that graduation. I worked really hard and I deserve to walk across that stage and get my diploma. Mm-hmm. And normally I would be like, all right, like you're being ridiculous. And even for like a sitcom stand, I kind like, of she it. did have to go through a lot to be at that school every single day, pregnant, getting judged mm-hmm. by holier than thou hair. And I believe that she should also be able to walk across the, the stage. So I fully supported it. Okay, and Kira was nice enough to say, like, you know what? I got your back. And she was going to help her do it. Yeah. And I liked that Kira in her moment, uh, bonding moment. Because Reba at first, I was like, why wouldn't Reba notice? But she was doing a good job of hiding it. But then at one point, she, like, made a big, like, you know, she flinched a lot. And yeah. Kira's like, well, I just hit her. And that's and she's like, yeah. Like, like they were really trying to, like, cover each other. And I thought nice. it was so cute that they, like, had a little sisterly moment. Also, Vance was being kind of a dunce because he was in the room with Kira when Kira first noticed the Libra and he like did not notice his pregnant wife doubled over mm-hmm. in pain. He's just like, all right, anyway. And then Kira, the 12-year-old, noticed. Which feels a little like a, a continuity error when you consider how on the ball he's been with like all the classes and stuff like that. I'm like, I don't know that this guy wouldn't. I feel like he would know. And he just saw BJ like literally go into labor and, right. del- and deliver as well. So yeah. But that's right. He was obsessed with the the yeah. uh, classes. Couldn't get enough of it. Yeah. And he was like talking about like 
BJ's shoot, which is what he kept calling the <laughs> <Red> canal. <laughs> <laughs> BJ's shoot. He kept talking about Was that a genuine spit take? <laughs> it was, but it wasn't spit of wine. It was a spit of spit. Yeah, a spit. Clean my microphone. <laughs> Charming. Very cute. <laughs> yeah, I, the third flashback then. So we see them in an old apartment, which I did <laughs> like this. They didn't take, they weren't in the original like large home yeah. in the tiny little suburb, tiny small town of Houston. They were in a little apartment and Reba was fully pregnant and she was scared too. And she was scared just like Cheyenne is scared. Like, I don't want to give birth. Yeah. She sits in this little tiny old ass rocking chair that looks like it's from the Civil War. Um, and Brock, of course, is like, you can do this. Everything's good. But Reba has like very teased 80s hair, a hideous sweater. Perfect. Um, but it looked great. And she was, yeah, she's getting ready to give birth. It was, it was nice. It was nice. This episode flew by. Like, I feel like, it, like, yeah. besides the ending. Yeah. Well, because like, I feel because like I'm looking at my notes and like, and it was. I have no fast. notes. I have like the flashbacks as my key p- yeah. moments, but then after the flashback, like I, it's like not many things. There's no meat to the actual like the, the a plot is technically I'm gonna walk across that stage, mm-hmm. and that's not enough. There's not a lot to that story, so they realize, all right, we'll we'll punctuate that with these flashbacks that just provide context for how Reba figures out, oh shit, Cheyenne's actually in labor. But that doesn't really help advance, that doesn't do anything either. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know, I just felt like structurally this was a real weird episode, but I think they knew how they were going to end and they're like, fuck it, yes. people are here for one reason and one reason alone. So however we get there is how we get there. Exactly. And I and, and I think honestly I would have taken it regardless of what they wanted to do at the end. Yeah, I agree. So. Everything just felt like a setup to get to the flashbacks. Yeah, they're teeing up. Yeah. We get to the end though. And so what happens is they're at the um they're at the graduation and Cheyenne gets carried across the stage mm-hmm. by Van, which I thought was nice so they could both get their diplomas. That was cute. It was very cute and he did that for that her. Cute. They go right to the hospital and you're not getting like the labor. You're not getting like, this is what we practice. Like we could have gotten so many Cheyenne, Van, um, funny things, but they didn't need it because what they gave us was so much better. <laughs> so much better. It was incredible. Yeah. My notes are just like sporadic exclamation points, everything is what they gave us. So I don't know if anybody wants to go into that, but. Well, basically, Reba, okay, so it's weird. It is weird. They spent all this time preparing us for what the baby birth's going to be like. It's a sitcom. You're expecting whack-a-doodle bullshit. And then. (laughs) Whack-a-doodle bullshit. I love it. (laughs) I mean, I was expecting hijinks at min. (laughs) Minimum. Yeah. And it's like, cut to, Mm -hmm. oh, the kid's here. Right. Oh. And then Reba holds the, like, do you want to hold the baby, right? And then Oof. the best reveal is one spotlight on Reba. And I'm like, it's happening. It's happening. So it, it was set up like a Broadway show, which I loved. Same. So they're in, if you think of it this way, you're the viewer, you're looking at the screen. Like right before a Broadway show goes to its intermission. Exactly. Too, when it, like, when it's closing. Like right when they hit the iceberg. Yeah. And you take the second VHS tape before you put it in. But they basically... They're, you're looking at the screen, and Reba holds her granddaughter for the first time. Oh, I, I literally cried just at her holding the granddaughter. Beautiful. Aww. Reba, they slowly pan out. 
the lights go down dark. Mm -hmm. The only light is like a light shining through a beautiful window. And here we get finally. I called it a spotlight, by the oh, way. A spotlight. <laughs> it was. <laughs> a spotlight. And what we finally get is Reba singing a song. And she's singing a song to her newborn granddaughter. And I'm a little bit getting emotional. I know. It's like a lullaby. It was so special. She's wearing a mic. And they did it like a Broadway show. Like they did it. It was like, it was a live cut, I had to assume. Um, it was dramatic. It was a perfect moment. It was just so beautiful. She sang the song. And it like zones in like to Erica's point. Like it's like a Broadway show. Like, but all the other characters, you don't even see them. It's just they're, like they're panning gone. in on Reba. They're gone. And then she's sitting in like a little rocking chair type situation. Yeah. Or I don't even know what kind of chair it is. With the baby. And it's just them. And it's so sweet. And, and so And it's a pretty. real baby too. I know. Beautiful. It was so beautiful. Gorgeous. And Reba's pipes impressed me in a different way. Like she, I hadn't heard her sing a ballad before. Took my breath away. Well, it was really beautiful. That was me in eighth grade listening to that ballad and then you get your gun. <laughs> breath taken away. Actually, I need to listen to that soundtrack now, I feel. It's a little like, I don't know if it's going to be your favorite, but Moonshine Lullaby is very pretty. And Bernadette kills it, obviously. But um, it's a nice little song. Um, it was beautiful. And the show ended just like that. It didn't go back the to The crowd started to roll yep. and it was just, that's that. That's the mm-hmm. show. And of course it was. Like we said, for a kind of like not much of a finale, like yeah. it did make up for it with that. Oh, like, yeah. And it was the first time she's, well, I'm not going to count her little singing The Heart of Texas in the um, wedding. No, it doesn't But count. it was the first time she did it. And I feel like to do it in season one finale with a ballad nonetheless, I'm in. I can imagine every mom watching that show, there was not a damn dry eye in all of America. If you're a mom, oh, no. a new grandmom watching that show, I remember... Again, not to bring it back to Mamma Mia, but absolutely to bring it back to Mamma Mia. Seeing Mamma Mia 2 was, like, highly emotional for me. Like, I could not stop crying when I was in the theater. Mainly picturing, like, just my friends, like, I don't know, because in the plot, like, the one friend dies. And I was like, oh, my God, one day my friend, one of my friends might die. Like, it was it was sick. But my mom... This is a comedy podcast. Um, my mom <laughs> was watching that movie and... The, at the very end, when Meryl Streep is dead, singing to her daughter as her daughter is walking the child down the aisle for the christening. When I tell you my mom sobbed, like, couldn't catch her breath. like, And she could not get it together. She was so emotionally overtaken. And I guarantee when my mom watches this episode... She'll be. Take a video of the reveal. I should. She's stone-faced. I remember I was visiting you, Arca, in Philly, and your mom was just talking about that scene and started to cry. It was so cute. It really hit her. And it was, it's an emotional scene. I think what's so weird, because we talked about this with Elise, because um, we were just talking about the scene, and I didn't cry. And I saw it in the movie theater. And that's a very off-brand for me. Sick. I don't know what's going on. She's still oh, learning to feel. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you. Like, I mean, that makes me worried. That makes Pink me think Caprice, you're so are they still in style? <laughs> 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 but it's also not on brand because I cry at like literally, I cry all the time. So I don't know if I was like, I don't know what what, what my problem was. Did you cry at Reba? I did actually. <laughs> Good. <laughs> I teared up when Cheyenne shouted out, um, I want my mother. Oh, yeah. I was like, oh. 
Yeah. Yeah, that got me. And Reba just, like, runs in, like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Any other thoughts for, like, the finale specifically? Or, like, do we want, like, because I don't have any, like, so I'm just, like, do we want to just go into our, like, season one, like, peak and pits or, like, season one thoughts or however we want to do it? Yeah, I think that's a, I think that's a good place to start. And I, I think I have my pit um, of season one that I hope is rectified moving forward. I, my pit is that I don't think there was enough inter-sibling story. Hmm. Like I am one of four. And at that age, at pretty much the age until you're out of the house, most of your world revolve, or at least most of my world revolved around my siblings more than my parents. And I get that Reba's the star of this show, but I'd like to see, an earnest effort to have more B plot that have the kids mixing and matching. Cause that's the only way Eric's ever going to matter to me. Um, so that's my pit. My peak is overall like I'm, I, I tend to be hyperbolic, but I think this might be one of the strongest comedic casts in television history. <laughs> um, and I, I, I am, and I'm, I'm, and I'm, I don't know what I thought you were going to say. No. And I actually don't think I'm joking. I think every single person understands the assignment and has gotten there by the end of this season. Mm-hmm. And if season one is generally speaking for comedies, one of the harder seasons, because the chemistry's not there. Like, what in the world are is is awaiting us in season two? Yeah. I think I think it's gonna hit right from like the first episode. Van's gonna be popping out doing something crazy, and re- like it's just they have all this shorthand now that I'm really excited to see them explore. I really, really think they could not have cast this show better. It's an ensemble, a hundred percent. It's, it's, yeah, there's uh, uh, one of my favorite shows of all time is happy endings. And I know that we all love that mm, show here. Show. Mm. Not Jenna. But I no, I'm kidding. Like uh, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But in my opinion for that show, there's not one bad character. Like usually mm-hmm. you have a character that you're like, Oh, they're annoying or they're not funny. Every single main character in that show is a main character and they're hilarious. And it's truly like an ensemble cast. And I agree with you. I think like this, you need all the pieces. Even in the beginning, we thought that we didn't need Jake, but I think we do need Jake. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm still not sold, but I trust that there may be something coming. I think he's a more of a connection for Brock, I think. Yes, and the Treehouse episode was like maybe the first time that it was like a little bit, he made sense. I hope that Jake could be like kind of like the Dave on Happy Endings, where in the beginning they made Dave kind of like the straight man. They didn't give him much. And then they but realized, then like slowly he uh, became one of the Dave funniest is characters. Yeah. So good. Is it because I look like a tree? Yeah. <laughs> I love him. <laughs> He's so good. So I, I have hope for Jake slash Eric. Yeah. Um, I'll go I'll go next. Um my peak of the season. I, I first of all, I fully agree with you, Russ. I I'm also one of four and we weren't like hanging out with our parents. Like everything was just like each other. Like we were all with each other. Like I have three brothers nonstop. Good, bad or otherwise. That was was it. Yeah. Like our parents didn't have enough time to give us each individual attention like that. And like growing up, like, yeah, your siblings are your life. And even if you guys, like I'll all siblings fight when they're younger. Like I hated my brothers for the most part, but they're also my best friends. Like, so it was like, that was, Everything. Our entire lives were like intermingled or whatever. So I wish I could see more of that too. I think it would be nice to see those characters together. Um, But I think overall, I think 
this is gonna be a little bit shocking, but I think I like seeing Brock's transformation as a peak to me. Um, mm. He was like a literal piece of shit that I hated in the beginning. And with more and more episodes, I'm softening toward him. I don't think he's the best. Um, and I don't like to make excuses for people because there's plenty of people who had shit lives and, and don't turn out to be a shit person. But I think he's figuring things out and as much as he was the one who moved on quicker than Reba did, their family dynamic is different for everyone, and everyone figures it out in a different way. Mm -hmm. um, so I kind of respect that for him. My pit for the series, well, I can't say I have an overall pit. I think, I don't know. I think it's a great, I think it was a great season one. I agree. Sorry. I know, as you were sitting there like, what's my pit? I'm like, what's my pit? <laughs> because the peaks are plenty. I'm also blinking, yeah. Well, I'll start with my peak because it's easier. And there are many. Because I actually did like the the show overall. Like, Because I was not like worried, but I was like, I think I'll like it. But I liked it way more than I thought I would. Like, I feel like it was, there were way funnier moments, way more heartwarming moments. But I think I have to give my pit just to Reba herself. I mean, peak. Oh, my oh, God. Oh, I was like, whoa. Oh, my God. Whoa. Whoa. Can you, can you I, like, I don't think you're on the right podcast. The, the robot short-circuited. Wow. I bet my pit. I beat my peak. My pit. My pit. My Reboot. Pit. Reboot. I wish you guys all saw their faces. <laughs> I um, was shook it. <laughs> Russell almost literally fell out of his chair. I was oh like, wait, wait, You would have thought you, like, confessed oh to murder. We Ooh. were all, like, <laughs> literally grabbing my heart. I don't know what happened. I was like, you, you simply can't meet your pet. <laughs> you mustn't. No. You should. She, she, she that be so psychotic. But she, she is like very extreme. Like obviously, she's extremely talented. But like she can do it all. Truly, like she's so funny. She's like, um, like her physical comedy is funny. Her faces are funny. But yeah, and she can do the heartwarming stuff too. So um, I just want to give it to her. And she sang at the end and it was beautiful and she killed it. Yeah, she but did. many, many peaks. Slayed. I, I, and again, like the pit, it's like, oof, God, I don't know. It, um, I thought it was Reba. <laughs> no, I I don't know. Um, more Park overall? I don't know. I could take as many as possible. I know, possible. I almost thought to say that, but I'm like, I think we get enough. <laughs> I don't know. Put her in them all. Yeah. My peak might be the, the first introduction of Park overall because, like, obviously we love all the main characters. Yeah. But getting that extra, like, pop of adrenaline every time she comes on screen mm -hmm. really does it for me because she's, like, as Jenna said, she's not on, like, all the time. So, like, it really feels like a special treat when we get her. Yeah, she's a, she's a force. She, she really is. I don't know. I might also be blinking on a pit. What I'm going to do, I'm going to be a little non-traditional. I'm going to give a second peek, oh, which wow. is I'm so happy that you three were on board to do this really dumb podcast idea because I sent out the message and I was like, I might get like crickets and people being like, you guys texting on the side like, does she actually want to do this? So. No, we did that. We did that. <laughs> the best is like you created like a text thread, like or oh, a WhatsApp right, thread. Yeah. It just said random, and it just said random, and then she and it was me, Michelle, uh, or me, Erica, and Russ. And then I'm like waiting on bated breath, like, and I see her typing forever. I was like watching it, and I thought it was going to be extremely hot gossip amongst our friend group because we have like a lot of different <laughs> threads. And I was like, what's going oh, down? Yeah. Like, I think Russ thought we. No, have I knew. Yeah. I was like, she's a hundred percent bringing up the podcast. I saw those you little. Did? Oh, I knew. 
It said Michelle Tai. Oh, me and Russ thought it was high No, class. I literally said that. I think I said that in the chain. Like, if we go back, I'm like, I knew she was talking about podcast 100%. Because it was type, type, type. And I'm like, oh, and I'm looking at the, because I didn't know about this podcast was the thing. Oh, so, right, like, right, right. It was like, so, so I'm seeing. This is an actual surprise for so, you. Well, then I'm seeing Russ and Erica and me, and I'm thinking, what's the connection? Who's not on the thread? Like, that was where my mind went. Yeah. Like, Pete, and Cargill, so, Declan. Yeah, Cargill, Declan, Pete, who's it about? One of you three. And I like, what wait. gossip would have a thread of the three of them that. Plenty. <laughs> Russ would be the only dude from the group chain added in. Right. I don't know, though. Like, I just, I couldn't, yeah. It was a str- like we're all friends, obviously, but it was a strange. Pa- I just couldn't figure out what the gossip was going to be, and it wasn't gossip. It was about this Reba <laughs> podcast, and I was thrilled. I love it. Um, yeah, and even if it goes nowhere, it's just been fun, like chatting and goofing off. It's so fun! Oh, I look forward week. to it every week. Yeah, yeah I me too. It. I look forward to recording it, and then I look forward to listening to it. Honestly, sometimes twice. Yeah. Same. Oh, I yeah. listened to the pre-cut and then the the full cut. Like I said, I don't think we were recording earlier, but I was laughing so hard falling asleep the other night that Jake was like, please turn it <laughs> off. And it was me listening to the, the episode of Three. But <laughs> yeah. Are you like. Big- I wasn't laughing at myself, by the way. <laughs> Are you big timing him around the apartment, like thinking you're like a comedy superstar? <laughs> oh, what does he keep calling that? I'm peacocking. Like- <laughs> <laughs> but it was great. It's been so much fun. Should we do the, the listener questions? Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. So Michelle put out, Michelle's our social media manager, which I never thought in a million years I would say. Michelle was like the last person to ever get a phone. No. She's like, I'm not going to text. Um, so <laughs> we'd be like, Michelle. I, I got a smartphone in like 2014. Like yeah, I was very yeah. behind the time. We're like, hi, remember that time we texted you six months ago and you never responded? So Michelle's now our social media manager, which is hilarious and incredible. And I love it so much. Um, but what she did, and thank you for everyone who follows us on Instagram, Thribapod, um, she put a little question box up, and we got some questions. So Michelle's going to go into those questions. I got, like, three, so I'll let you go first. Um, so I've, I mentioned to you guys, I'm going to do an Andy Cohen style. I'm going to do mm-hmm. first name, city, and state. And we haven't heard each other's questions. We don't know. Yeah. So these yep. are all mm-hmm. new. Mm-hmm. First is Maureen from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Woo! So did anyone investigate BJ's professional dancing career? No. <laughs> and since I saw this question ahead of time, I did like two minutes before this started. Well, you did before the question came in? No, no, no. Like I, I was no. going through the questions and then oh, oh. like one minute before we hit record, I looked it up. Wow. I couldn't find one of her actually being a dancer, but she did host – Eight episodes of a show called Dancing Fools in 2013. <laughs> so Tell me more. we will probably need to watch that and do a recap pod. <laughs> Wait, but what I'm hearing is she went to Juilliard. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> I I giggled so hard when Russ was like, um, BJ is a phenomenal She's dancer. <laughs> <laughs> like he was so serious. I'm and then he, I think Rusty would even like, she's classified. Yeah. <laughs> she must. She must. You were be. ready to like bet your life on it. <laughs> I did. I just go to YouTube right now and find Melissa Peterman dancing at the Shining Stars Gala in 20, in 20, in 2022. Yes, I did. I'm it's telling you, the woman, the train. woman is a classically trained dancer. <laughs> And everybody, and I know it, I've know it like I've known, know. like, like deep in my soul. Yeah. <laughs> like truly the back of So in the pause between season one and two, do we want to do a separate recap of Dancing Fools from 2013? <laughs> Yo, I would. I don't hate it. If it's on somewhere, no. I would. Also, 
Yeah, just to answer the fan, the fan question, I feel like we didn't research it because we just know that it's true. Yeah, yeah we knew in our hearts yeah. it was true. Like we took yeah, it as right. fact. Yeah. Russ said she's classically right. trained, and we all said, yeah. yes. <laughs> yes. Like, if you hear Andrea Pacelli sing, you don't ask, was he Andrea Pacelli? Yeah. <laughs> it's Andrea Pacelli. Andrea Andrea Pacelli. Andrea Pacelli. I'm sick. We got Bit Meddler and we got Andrea Pacelli. You sicko. Did I say pot? Oh, God. You said spoken clothes. You said Andrea. That's all that matters. I heard a strong Pacelli. Did you know who I meant or did you know who I meant? We knew. We knew. Janice Chaplin. We, um, <laughs> I went back and I watched, as I said I would, I put two pieces of paper up against the screen. I was very <laughs> ill when I did this, by the way. So I was sick. Mentally. I was in bed. <laughs> Mentally, physically, everything. <laughs> um, and I still, I said I was going to do it and I made the promise to myself and I did. I took pieces of paper. I creased them very nicely. I ripped them right <laughs> down the center and I put them up and I watched. And I have to agree with Russ she did not miss a beat. She was great. She did the Running Man better than I've ever seen it done. Wow, she's like. Could we maybe start a campaign to get her on Dancing with the Stars? I think there was a campaign to get her on Dancing with the Stars cycle eleven. I'm like deep. I'm I'm running a separate You're screen experience right now. <laughs> Wait, was there? And really? there, she was rumored. She was or she was rumored to be on season eleven. This is from uh, PureDancingWithTheStars.com. Mm, and what mm-hmm. season are they on right now? I like forty-seven. Like, <laughs> like they're so far ahead. Um, I, I will. What could have been? My, I'm, I'm gonna do some. I'm gonna do some true Melissa Peterson research, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna find Peterman. out everything about her. <laughs> Peterman. Peterman. Oh. That, that's Peterman. Peterman. What did I say? Peterson. Peterson. We're not talking Scott Peterson. We're talking <laughs> Melissa Peterman. We have to get like every. All of us have to say every name. I want us to start like taping flashcards to my laptop. <laughs> Andrea Pacelli, the one, the only, the man, the myth, the legend. <laughs> Are we a hundred? Truly, I want to say I do think we can get her on because remember when the American public decided Betty White should be on SNL, and then they were like cool we're putting her on next week like it can happen i don't remember that but i trust you <laughs> there yeah, was, was like, like this whole uh, campaign to get her, her on oh, okay yeah well she should have anyway the fact that there had to be a campaign that's their bit. yeah that's true fair um i'm gonna pop in with one michelle oh yeah um so this one also comes from maureen in philadelphia <laughs> i think you should introduce yourselves in the beginning of each episode now, I don't think we're going to do that in the beginning of each episode, but I do think we really never did introduce ourselves. And for those listening, they may get confused on who is who. So maybe we want to do like a quick introduction of ourselves. I think that would be nice. Yeah, you can start. Okay. <laughs> My name is Erica. I am from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. What's your sign? Cancer. Mm. I will be my birthday is July 18th. Um, and yeah, so that's really that. I still live in Philadelphia. Um, and we mentioned before that we all met in college and have been best friends ever since. Michelle, Jenna, and I actually lived in an apartment together. Shut up, Russ. Uh, we live right next door to Russ. Um, so we shared, you know, an apartment wall, <laughs> I guess you could say. Um, and then like proper 
sickos, like, you know, talking about a podcast three years ago and then doing it, we never let anything go, including the friendship. So that's that. Who wants to go next? Aww. Wait, cute. something about us doing intros at the last <laughs> episode of season one at the end of the episode. <laughs> Not even so the first question. Curious. Question two. <laughs> I'm like, Eric, why? And last I question. Mean, I'll, I'll do it. I will introduce It's a question that we got. 50, I'm just reading what they 50, want. 50 minutes into the last episode of season one, I will tell you. I'm Jenna. Lives in Warren, Rhode Island. I am an Aries. Birthday is April Fool's Day. We know it. We have to say all our signs. And um, Erica, you did a good job of the friendship description. So I feel like I don't need to, I don't need to say more. I don't think. Great. There we go. Um, I'm Michelle. I recently moved to the Hudson Valley, upstate New York. I was like, do you not know anything about yourself? <laughs> I feel panicked. I I feel like when you're at like a well, it's three questions. Like, you're fine. <laughs> I feel like it's like first day of work, and they're like, tell you tell a fun fact, and I panic every time. If you could be um, a my sign, what would you is, be? I'm a Virgo, September twentieth birthday. What was the third question? Is that it? I think that's it. That was it? That's fine. Where are you originally that's from? Good. Grew up in New Jersey. Um, Lived Friday. in New York City for a very long time, and then we just recently moved up state. So yeah, suburban yeah. noob coming at you. Yeah, <laughs> love that. And uh, I'm a uh, Russ, and I am a 39 year old Pisces <laughs> who lives in Westchester <laughs> County, New York. Used to live in the city, but I've spent the last year in Tarrytown, and I am also a uh, Hudson Valley noob, much like Michelle. Wow. Yep. Love that. How far away are you, Russ? Like an hour, probably? Uh, By car, 45. By train, it's going to be a solid hour. Wow. But I'm the southern. We should figure side. out a good like halfway spot. Um, get toasted. It's peak skill. I already figured it's it peak out. Skill. It's oh, peak skill. It's peak skill. Peak skill or bust. Peak skill brewing. That's the answer. Perfect. Done, done. I did this months ago. <laughs> And we all. But then I was too busy to actually implement. We all went to school, Manhattan College. Go Jaspers, in the Bronx. Yeah, man. Um, and yeah, never stopped. Never stopped. All right. I know we could go on and on about that. That that's a look. You know, intros and yeah, backstory could go on and on. But that's the general. That's it. Gist. That's the gist. That's the gist. <laughs> Great. What else do we have? That was one, and now we have Queen Esther coming in. Ooh, SD. Ooh, there she is. Esther from Boston, Massachusetts. Do we think Reba still, parentheses, low-key, loves Brock? Um, Good question. Yes. I I kind of think she loves him. I, I think we have may have touched on this a little bit, but I think she loves him in terms of their history and their kids and that, but I don't think she, like, loves him in that she wants to, like, marry him again. No, but I do think if he hadn't left, she would stay married to him forever, I think. I, I think yes. that for her, the bridge for a possibility of them ever being together was burned by virtue of BJ getting pregnant. Yeah. But I think if BJ was not pregnant, she there they would have they would have gotten back together. And I think like yeah. every, I think she knows it, and I think she probably hates herself for it a little bit, knowing that like the only thing standing between me and a life of getting brought down is this baby. See, mm-hmm. I'm I'm going opposite. I think there's something there. But I think that hindsight is 2020 and now that she's out of it, she she realizes that she she needed to be out of it. No, I don't think That's she me. would ever return to him, but I think had he not no. had the midlife crisis and they were still just like bumbling along as they were, she would have never left him. She would have broken the chain. Yeah, probably. Right. 
But I think he eventually probably would have cheated. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. and I think that that would have, I think the chain would have broken regardless whether or not it was her decision. As a side note, I would love to see her in any season have like a serious boyfriend or even just a fun, a fun fling for longer than like an episode. Like a, like, like a recurring character yeah. that's around yeah. for like a six episode yeah. arc. I think that stuff, I think like yeah. your dad getting with somebody is one thing because that's just like, again, a man's nature is that. They are not trigger warning. Trigger warning that they can't be alone. And it's like, especially after that long, it's like, okay, well, you know, I gotta get with somebody else, whatever. Um, but I think that the woman probably takes a lot longer to do something like that because she has the kids and she's worried about so many other things. And when you say longer, do you think at least in five seasons she'll be ready? <laughs> Maybe, I yeah. I mean, I would love to see her happy. Yeah. But I also don't think I think she, after being married for all that time. I don't think she needs to jump into yeah. anything. She probably doesn't want to. No, I get that. Yeah. I think she's enjoying her alone time. Like when yeah. the kids are doing their own thing, she has her freedom. Um, and it seems like she enjoys that. She's very independent. That's true. Agreed. Great question, Esther. All right. Um, I'll pop back in with one too. Um, this question comes from Claudine. She's from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. This is a really nice Ooh, question. First and last name. What's her social security Oopsie. number? Um, I can give you her maiden name if you like. Um, she asked, will there be a live tour of the podcast? And that just sent a shiver and it's chilled down my spine in the best way possible. I think there's at least, um, there is an opportunity for Philadelphia, Peekskill, New York, and (laughs) Roar, Rhode Island. Now the Peekskill Brewery, is that what we said? (laughs) Correct. They have a great trivia every Thursday. Okay. What's their capacity? Because we're expecting a huge crowd. Yeah. We have 60 followers on our Instagram, so I'm pretty sure everyone's heading up to Peekskill. And I assume all of them would attend. (laughs) (laughs) And look, if you can't make it to Peekskill, come to Warren, Rhode Island. If if you're from Philadelphia and you can't make the two and a half hour drive to Peekskill, you definitely want to make the four and a half hour drive to Warren, Rhode Island. (laughs) It's natural. Um, just makes sense. ideally in the future, you know, when we have a couple seasons under our belt, love to do a tour. I think, I mean, we all get together a couple times during the year. So we do plan on having some like in-person shows together, which I actually think would be hilarious. And I'm, I'm a little bit concerned about how that would go. Um, but we want to maybe release like wait. a, um, a video podcast one time. So if we don't have any live tour mm-hmm. in the future, I think we're going to have some other fun stuff coming up. I know you guys. We have like a photo, a mini photo shoot planned for the summer. <laughs> we didn't plan the photo shoot. It's attached to another event, but. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, shit. Sorry. Um, yeah, we're all, the next time I know we're all getting together is in August. I'll see Jenna and Michelle at a friend's wedding in July. Shout out Elise. Congratulations. Um, but Woo. after that, yeah, we'll all be together and yeah, we'll see. Maybe some merch coming. Love that. <laughs> I know you're all dying to buy three of merch. Maybe. I would. I mean, I would. Uh, actually, I did have a friend say, like, if you guys have merch, let me know. Wow. Really? Which friend? Shout them Mitchell? out. Shout them Mitch. out. I'm going to say my friend Soji. Soji. Soji Love boy. that. Thanks, Soji. Soji. <laughs> we'll let you know, Soji. Um, awesome. So we have an, an, an important question also from Esther from Boston, Massachusetts. Do we all still hate Jake? Well, I think that. Eric? <laughs> Jake slash Eric. Yes. I was so confused by the question. Yeah, no, no we I'm, we adore Jenna's husband. Do we still hate Jake, the child character? Um, I think I inadvertently answered this that said that I didn't anymore. Yeah. I don't I don't hate and I do see him a little bit more, but I'm still not convinced of a like 
do I need that there? I agree. I don't hate him, but he's just a non-event. <laughs> do I need that there? <laughs> Russ, you had the strongest feelings, I think. What did I just don't care for the guy. <laughs> the guy. He's a jerk. No, uh, no, I uh he just doesn't he doesn't bring anything to the table. I feel like his presence still comes at the cost of another actor's presence. Yeah. So yeah. if he's gonna be there, he needs to start holding his goddamn own. He needs to bring it character. on and then bring it on too. Right. And then bring it on in it to win it. <laughs> yes. Do we want to quickly, because Esther submitted this question, but she also did, um, she was the one where I, when I had originally asked her um, what the deal was, no, 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 did I ask her or, oh, I think I was complaining about Jake and she, via text, and then she was saying, um, not you, Jake, Jake on Reba, <laughs> but, um, and she was saying, uh, don't worry, like, he comes into play more, like, you'll see, yes. was what the vibe I got from her. And then we said that on the te- I said that on the po- another podcast. And then her and I had a little text exchange that I sent promptly over to this group. Because yeah, you said you said one casual comment about Esther, and we harped on it as yes. if that was everything and anything to us. So we do Correct. have a little. Do you bit- think she's like the expert on Reba? Right. <laughs> she made one simple comment privately to her friend, and then we made it <laughs> the Reba podcast universe's business. Yeah, so we have a little, um, a dramatic reading. I will be playing the part of Jenna Clapp, and Russ, Russ will be playing, be playing the part Esther, right? of Esther. Okay. So just to say, like, this um, this is just a conversation between me and Esther after she heard the pod where I said, you know, Esther said, you know, something big you'll see with Jake or whatever. And she, after she listened to that, this is what she sent me. Again, privately. <laughs> now it's being read here. <laughs> oh, my God. You said I'm your fave. Heart. Okay, I feel like I need to set the record straight. I don't think I said, you'll see. Heart. (laughs) But I feel like his role becomes slightly more defined as seasons go on and he gets older. But he's in all the six seasons, though. And I just IMDB'd that fact, so you can quote me on it. But also, I've never watched the show religiously. (laughs) I've only seen a couple episodes here and there growing up. So I really don't know it that well. Ha ha ha. It's all faint memories. But, like, anything interesting? Oh, IDR. I don't remember. <laughs> Otherwise, he is a necessary LOL. OMG LOL! Exclamation! Like, he isn't. But these sitcoms all need extra characters floating around, and he just happens to be one of them. Well, we have Kira and Cheyenne. Those are enough floaters. And my take is that they want to make Reba to be the typical mom. And I feel like back in the day, it's normal to have three kids, not just one or two. Oh, doesn't Kira leave at one point? Yeah, I think I remember now. Hmm. Not selling me. I did hear this rumor. Apparently she has an eating disorder. IRL. End scene. (laughs) So this is, first of all, great job. Great dramatic reading. Thank you. Thank you. And I just think what this really highlights is that, like, Esther just made one <laughs> offhand comment. She's only seen episodes here and there. And I'm, like, pissed and taking it extremely seriously. I think Michelle was like, you were not letting her catch a break in that text. You gave her nothing back. It's almost like she said something one day in passing and we mm-hmm. collectively did not let it go mm-hmm. and turned it into a thing. And that's sort of the thing. Seems we, like it. 
And Je- Jenna was brutal in that text. Like, she never once just gave out a polite, like, oh, I guess I trust you, LOL. Or, you know, I guess we'll see. She's like, no. Not selling me. We have Kira. We don't need any floaters. <laughs> in my defense, and I'm, it's probably not a defense, we do text a lot, like Esther and I, like, very frequently. So I feel like I'm, it's just... I, it's not just like a casual, like, oh yeah, we'll see. Like it's a, it's usually like an ongoing thread. So I just, I didn't read it as I read it now, <laughs> which is harsh. Um, as we were going back to, yeah. as I was going back in our thread to read that, the the screenshot before that is from Mara, um, Michelle's friend Mara, who we've all met several times. And this is actually, a, could have been a great precursor. She said, the pod has me laughing out loud. Thanks, Mara. <laughs> I'm impatiently waiting for the voice text from Esther. Mm. And a note on the dentistry profession, my cousin and his wife are dentists, and it does appear that they travel a lot. And I know that she works four 10-hour days, so her Friday she's gardening or traveling somewhere. So Michelle said, thank you for listening, and I love the dental insight. So we got a lot of Esther fans. Then we talk about her more than we talk about yeah, Jake no. on this podcast. <laughs> 100%. If we ever do a live show, we have to bring Esther out as a special guest. Yeah. No, oh, yeah. Absolutely. 100%. I would agree. And again, she has three options of things to go to. <laughs> pick one. <laughs> the whole Hudson Valley is in play. Well, we can add an extra tour for Boston. Yeah, we could. Wonderful. And we could do a New York City one, like too, to since it- we've all lived there at some point. There we go. But don't you love keeping it to like the key cities of the Northeast Warren Peace Philadelphia? <laughs> yeah, I think like yeah, if you're picking three states to go to and specific places in those states, Warren Peekskill, Philadelphia. <laughs> fuck Providence. We're going to fucking Warren. <laughs> yeah. 100%. We could tour the boatyard where Jenna's mole eater lives. <laughs> 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 wait i wish do we have more questions or that was our last um i have a few more i'm gonna not do all of them okay um but christina from philadelphia pennsylvania wrote in do you think reba has ever been motorboated <laughs> I, I, as somebody I with a partially reconstructed jaw i would be worried about doing that because i i feel like <laughs> You're 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 breaking it. Yeah, you'd Ross, be going against doctor's orders. You have like metal in your jaw. Yeah. Those taters would hurt your jaw. <laughs> yeah, oh, I know. I I'm yeah. very concerned about it. I feel like I'd be back under the knife. <laughs> and imagine how embarrassing you have to go to your surgeon with your tail between your legs. Like, uh, yeah, I know you gave me instructions and all, but I couldn't resist motorboating Reba's rock hard titties. <laughs> Like, would insurance even approve the claim? I think no. <laughs> Probably not. You would have. I'd have to get the doctor to code it as something like uh, he got an RHT injury. Like, because <laughs> so, if if he said rock hard titties, clearly they're not paying no. for it. So, it's say, oh, it's an RHT issue. You know, it's just like TMJ that jaw thing. Only <laughs> yeah. it's RHT. <laughs> Oh my god. Yeah, he was assaulted by some RHDs. <laughs> um, I have to assume that she has been motorboated at least once in her life. Yeah, 100%. She said she's in the Mile High Club. Clearly she oh, yeah. she's not shy in the boudoir. Oh, are we talking Reba the I'm thinking Reba the person. Oh, you go real Reba. Reba McIntyre. Oh, McIntyre. Yeah. <laughs> not I'll just say it. I'll just go out on a limb and say both Hart and McIntyre. <laughs> yeah. Love that. Yeah, I agree. One great question, question, by the way. Um, and then we have another one from Esther. Um, we're all obsessed, obviously. We're obsessed. Use Esther. one word to yeah. describe your thoughts or feelings on Shyvan. I'm going to use a hyphenated oh, word. 
Fuck city. <laughs> or I guess it's a proper noun. <laughs> yes, I think so. <laughs> they live in Fuck City, which is a suburb of Houston. <laughs> um, oh well. Um, hmm. I'm. I'll say. I'll say lovey. I think they do have like a lovey dovey type relationship, but I also do think they genuinely love mm-hmm. each other. So that was. That's why I'm here for them. Like I. That's not. That's a phrase, but I'm. I'm here for them. Like I think. There is a genuine, like, I would almost feel like in real life, these two want to get down. Yeah, That's how much they, Mm -hmm. that's how much I'm seeing it on screen that I would not want to be one of their significant others in the real world. I, I, I love them as a couple. Mm -hmm. I think that they lift, they mostly lift each other up in really good ways. And, um, yeah, I think their kid is in for, um. Some pretty cool parents. Yeah. Will you add another research item to your list, which is to see if the two actors ever hooked up IRL? I'm on it. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, if I had to say one word, and this is going to sound harsh after all of that, I was just thinking naive. Mm. And I think, you know, it's not a bad thing. True. Naive for 17-year-olds, you know, in Houston is not a bad thing. It's just a normal thing. Um but I, I'm excited that we're going to be on the journey with them mm-hmm. as they learn and grow and get their life experiences. It'll be nice. Guys, I'm like, we we really went deep there, and that which is great. But I'm like, I mean, we got to end on a bang and just be like, this was a great first season. Yeah, I loved it. Yeah, loved it. Yeah. Loved it so much. I guess we're going to do, I don't know, 70 more episodes <laughs> of this. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. Yeah, we'll do like continue. Anybody ever has any questions, we might address things here and there, but... I love it. I know. I do too. Maybe we should have held for intros for our very last episode of yes. the entire podcast. <laughs> By the way, and then go through. Um, we never <laughs> got this is one random thing, but we never got the name of the baby. I want to know the name. Yeah. Oh, I thought I missed it. No, they never said it. Yeah, no. Imagine the name Mariba. <gasps> they wouldn't. It would be too confusing for the script, but still. No, they can't. Or what if the song had like a name in it? Now that would be stew too on the nose. Yeah. We'll find out next. I think we'll find out shortly. Yeah. I mean, we'll find out in like probably like two days when we start watching again. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Like I might find out tonight, truly. Like, Thank God we don't have to wait a full summer. Oh my gosh. I was like rushed because I was so afraid that the second episode was going to come on. And I couldn't find my my remote and I was like freaking out that I like was going to like get a little sneak peek of season two and I didn't want more. Oh, you get a little spoiler. You're like, I "I don't even want to see Reba's hair. You don't want to see the glow ups yet. No, I want nothing. I want nothing. I'm very excited for the glow ups. That's like my number one excitement. Me too. Same. Pumped. Although Park couldn't really glow glow up anymore, you know? If she does, then maybe she can't be on it anymore. It's like too much. Right. You can't glow up a glow up. Exactly. You can't. Like wh- what's Megan Fox gonna get a makeover? What's the point? You know? Like come <laughs> if on. Megan Fox <laughs> wants real. to be on the swan. <laughs> like, no. Not gonna happen. <laughs> a lot of swan work. Oh my god. Yeah, lots of swans. Lots of swans, <laughs> lots of Esther. Lots of Reba. <laughs> Lots of Dove Crush. <laughs> um, I think that's it, right? Yeah, thanks, yeah. everyone, for listening. So. We've had fun Thank on you. this. Season one. Season one Done. journey. And as promised, we gave you a Wumba that's as long as any Threeba. Yeah. I think it's Maybe actually longer, longer it looking at longer. the time. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's the button. That's the button yeah, for sure. Button. All right. <laughs> Season one. What a hit. Buttoned. We'll see you next time for season two. Wait, should we get gloves for season two? We all come with like blowouts and like new looks. Yeah. I'm down. <laughs>